<laughs> Welcome to episode 223, Take Cliff's Two. Cliff's a dumbass. <laughs> We've been doing our podcast for about... Oh, I don't know. I can't tell you because the little timer that tells you how long we've been recording hasn't been going up because um, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> recording. Oh no! It's the perils of doing podcasts. I don't know. I, whatever. I didn't hit a button. Sorry. It, it will have very little effect on you, the end user. It mostly <laughs> just has an effect on us, the people that actually have to record this podcast. <laughs> anyway, I'm Cliff Johnson. Welcome to the podcast. Dylan is no longer eating a burrito because he did that like 20 minutes ago. So say hey, Dylan. Hello. Now there's a whole big segment of this missing because yeah, you won't... there was a whole burrito segment and now it's gone. So you the answer is burritos are good. Cliff likes breakfast burritos. Dylan ate a fish burrito, which sounded horrible. That's really all you needed to know. Colby's here too. Say hey, Cole. Woo! We're going to talk about video games today in kind of an, ab an abbreviated way, probably, because we've already said this all once. Politicians are dumb. That's the first story. Uh, Stardew Valley has a board game. Cliff thinks it looks cool. Dylan thinks it looks cool. My wife thinks it's too expensive. We'll talk about that. And then uh, I make a funny face. Yeah, Dylan makes a funny face. Days Gone is coming to PC, which is cool because that is a Sony exclusive, and they are talking about making more of those things happen, which I think is good. PlayStation... PlayStation Maybe. VR 2 is officially been confirmed. It's coming out next year. I think some of the things they're talking about are dumb. We'll talk about that. Google ID, which might mean Microsoft and Bungie are getting sued because of Stadia, which is just another log in the trash fire that is Stadia. Uh, the GeForce 360 is going to limit Ethereum mining, which is kind of interesting. Uh, we've got some thoughts on that. And we got questions from Vinny. We got one from Elsaraf52. The plus side of doing this podcast twice is I got her name right the second time and our good friend our deacon some cheap free games some troll corner featuring um i don't know turfs and gamergate people whatever uh dylan i don't have to ask you this time if you've been playing video games because i know you've been playing video games and you've been playing the witcher on the xbox Hi. god this is great tell me what yeah, tell me great. about it dylan um <laughs> this is so weird this is so it's almost backwards um anyway um long story short i watched the witcher and was like hey maybe i should give this game a try again because i didn't get super into it the first time how far um, did you get the first time you played it you think not very not very um i think kind of through that like introductory segment um and I was like, nah, this game just doesn't feel right to me. And, I, and I, coming back to it, it still doesn't feel right because Geralt's just running constantly. <laughs> just like everywhere he is running. Um, he just has no chill. He just runs. Um, and like, I, I'm going to walk nicely up to this person and then I just like run into them. And it's like, oh, isn't this what a sprint button's for? And it's like, no, you're running all the time. I'm always in a hurry. You know what's worse I than am that, a witcher. Though? What? Colby played this. Did you ever play Dear Esther? Oh dear lord! <laughs> it's Dear Esther is is I believe considered to be like the first walking sim. Um, came out in like twenty. I maintain that that's still missed. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. Um, probably came out in 2013, 2014, 20, I don't know, whatever. It, it's. It's like an hour and a half long, maybe two hours long. And if your character could walk at 
anything like even even a, a, a stroll like a just like a, a a very casual stroll the game's 20 minutes long <laughs> i swear to god the walking is so slow it's plodding so maybe running's not bad all the time dylan like if you could run in Esther, the game's five minutes you could just like <laughs> i could, guess i'd rather i'd rather take a game where i'm just running than just like not moving like at oh, all it's like, terrible am I there's it, literally it does kind of feel like I'm playing Doom or something where it's just like <laughs> this game is at like 1.5% like 150% speed all the time. It's like can we just like can I slow this down just a little bit? Do you think you're faster on your horse or on foot? <laughs> I for real. Like there's almost no reason to to uh um to ever ride the horse Call except on old roach. I am a huge fan of games, and I think, I don't know how many games have done this outside of, like, Witcher and Red Dead, but, like, when you're on a trail and you just hold A and you follow oh, the God, trail. Oh, God, I love that. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes me want to keep playing The Witcher, where Geralt's um, just general attitude about how quickly he needs to get somewhere um, kind of turns me off, but... Uh, I'll take it. I'll keep playing it. Um, it is pretty good. Like, the... Like, we know the writing is pretty good. It's, yeah. like, people you talk to, like, the side quests are pretty good. It is kind of like you're just in this, like, fantasy world and, like, stuff's going on. And you're just, like, a guy that doesn't really, I mean, he works for money. So, it's like, I'll go I'll go handle this. It's good stuff. I, mean, I, uh, I also like about The Witcher when you call your horse that your horse is always, like, I don't know, 10 feet away. And he's like, right. oh. Oh no no man! I was just over here. Like, did, right. could you not see me? Because I was he's just, just he's quietly following just you over all the time. here. Yeah, it's like this horse tiptoeing behind you at all times. <laughs> That'd be great. You just hear just like clop 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 constantly see, behind you. I I whistled for my horse and Roach came running over and just like planted himself in the middle of this like stilt building and he was just like stuck and I'm like why are you in there? Why did he do that? So I got in and I got on like I mounted the horse and then like now I'm stuck in here with the horse. <laughs> so I got off the horse and then I ran 30 yards that way and whistled again and there he was. So <laughs> It's a good game. It's a really That's good game. A, in a uh, in cyberpunk, you can you can call your car like that. So really, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Your car is always about and sixty feet away from you. So. That's amazing. Which is amazing. So uh, one thing that Dylan reminded me of that maybe other people have forgotten too is that The Witcher Three is actually in Game Pass, so you don't have yes. to pay any money for that either. Go it's check dollars. it out. It's a good game. Uh, Cole, why don't you? Why don't we do something unique and you can go next and tell us about stuff we have not already talked about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Let me find where I was. So I finally beat Crashlands and that game is amazing. Um, Like I know it is early on, but like right now that is game of the year material for me. Can that be um, a game of the year? That game came out like four years ago. It came out this year on Xbox. So yes, it can. Did it? Yep. Came out in 2021. Really? Would you like to fight about it, Cliff? No, I believe you. It's fine. It did. It came out like uh, January, I believe. That's super strange. The funny thing about this to me is like I played this game on my phone like four years ago and was like, Mm -hmm. meh, moved on. And now you're like, this is my favorite game ever. I was like, it's so weird. I'm like, are we talking about the same game? I don't know. It took only like 10 hours to get into it, Dylan. Okay, Um, maybe. 
I did it's, not put that much time into it. I well, and it's one of those games too that if you you have to like a certain kind of game, I think, because um, it's not quite Stardew Valley and it's not quite like Minecraft. Um, it's like, like I said, it's kind of like Terraria a little bit. I don't know. It, it's a mixture of all sorts of things, and I really enjoyed it. Um, but uh, yeah, so I beat that finally, and then so I'm going to talk. Wait, wait, about... wait, 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 one second. You can have yeah. pets in Crashlands. Oh yeah, you have like 17 of them or something. Oh, pets make every game better. Please and continue. they they fight for you. Game's only fifteen bucks. Like, it's really good. That was I got one it for of, free on iPhone. Yeah, it's like six nice. bucks on iPhone. <laughs> um, it's one of those games that like that is what made it better for me is once I got a pet and realized like that you could use them essentially to battle. Um, it makes the game a lot easier. Nice. Um, because that the the like fighting that game is, I'm gonna say like, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this and then quickly just take it back but um vaguely dark souls interesting um where all of the bad guys have like moves and you have to dodge those moves and then attack sure um i mean it is nothing like dark souls but that kind of thing where where you mm-hmm. have to you know dodge out of the way but having a pet that can't get hurt you can attack something your pet will constantly attack and then you have to just oh, kind of dodge nice. things so it makes it a lot easier that is nice. Um, and then I played Roombo First Blood. Um, <laughs> and that game is... Uh, talk about a one-trick pony, but it's $5 and amazing. And it's called Roombo First Blood, in which you are a Roomba that is in a house that is getting broken into. And you... <laughs> it's amazing. S- you, like, essentially... Um, hack things in the house to hurt the burglars um so wait this is like home alone but you're a room yes <laughs> um and the more blood you suck up after they've been injured <laughs> like makes it so that you can once you've like filled your blood like level you can then attack the burglars <laughs> um, so like you know they walk under a ceiling fan and you hack it and the ceiling fan falls on them and then you quickly like suck up some of their blood before they attack you so it's it's really good that's um, amazing it appears to only have one level and the only difference is, is there's more and more burglars that come in so like I've got like five burglars in there at once um, sounds amazing it is pretty great um uh, like I said, it's like five bucks. I got it for I think two fifty when it first came out, so a hundred percent worth it. That's pretty dope. And then I played One Leaves. Um, okay, it is a free game on Xbox, and right. I highly suggest everyone go and download it um, because it is a horror game. And by that, I mean I can only assume there was a. Meet like a, a a meeting of like probably guys who were in their sixties and never played a video game before, <laughs> and one of them is like, I don't know, let's make a video game, and they're like, we don't know anything about video games, and they're like, well, my kid played a video game, and he brings in like I don't know, Fear on Xbox three sixty or was that <laughs> Xbox? And is like, this is what video games look like. We should make one that looks like that, and they're like, okay, let's do it. And so they made a game that looks, 
I'm going to go 15 years old that is fairly new and also runs horribly on Xbox Series One X. It is <laughs> janky as hell. And best part, apparently it is all about not smoking. <laughs> Oh, that... I didn't. I did not get far enough in the game to apparently get the "don't smoke kids" part because it is absolutely awful. It. I played like twenty minutes of it. It is apparently about a thirty-minute game. I'm not going to finish it. <laughs> no, I... you have to finish it now, Cole, because we need to hear about the not smoking thing. I also don't know if I saved. Like, I just like, I'm like, well, I can't. There's no option to save. So I just like turned it off. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it auto saved. There was nothing. Spend another that half hour that. call. This game looks terrible. I'm watching a video of it now. You can speed run it apparently in five minutes and 41 seconds. Uh -huh. um, it is janky as hell. Like it, it handles like garbage or not it, handles it. it. It is like runs like garbage. It looks terrible. It looks like, absolutely terrible. If you've ever gamed on a PC and are like, okay, like I barely meet the minimum requirements for this game, but I'm still <laughs> going to play it. That's what it feels like. But I'm on the most powerful console. That's like, amazing. I love it. Um, <laughs> but uh, so what I, I played the most this week was Spirit Fair, um, which is an absolutely phenomenal game. Nice. Um, I, I wish I had played this last year because 100% this would have been my game of the year. Nice. Um, it is probably, like, it's incredibly well written. It's incredibly, like, because it, it is kind of that, like, life sim game where, you know, you got to, you know, grow crops and feed people and yeah. stuff like that. And so it's got a really good thing like that. And then the story's also really good. Um, I've probably put 10 to 15 hours into it. Um, and it's great. I think we should do a small amount of comparing and contrasting here. So I'm going to tell you about uh, the video games that I've been playing. So Colby played Spirit Fair, a life sim that is gorgeously drawn, cute story. You're building a... It's not a cute story. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> that, a cute story. That game is sad as hell. Yeah, it's dark. You, Essentially, you are a person who helps fairy... You take um, over... Karen's job, who was the like uh, the person who spirits the dead to I their final know, resting place. Yeah, essentially. yeah. Um, so you take over that, and then you go and pick up people, and you have to kind of learn their life stories and help them with um, help them with like uh, kind of things that they need to do before they can go. And I tell you, that game is like depressingly sad, but in kind of a good way. Yeah. Um, but but on top of that too, like you're you're on a giant boat and you're like building out your boat and like there's all this construction and resource gathering and and stuff like that. So cute. Think of it though as like a kind of a chill. Like yeah, the the story is a little bit you know sad, but it's the chillest game in the entire world. Like I actually stopped playing it because it's not very good co-op. You can play it co-op, but it's not very good because the game was just too slow. Um. And the first game I'm going to tell you about is, and we talked about this last week, but it's Sundered. So now Sundered's a Metroidvania where you are this character who is just tearing people apart. You Based have, on um, yeah, like Cthulhu, like yeah. Eldritch HP Gods, H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft. Like it's it's gory. It's like the, the monsters in it are creepy as all get out. It's, it's super dark. There's an entire level that takes place inside like 
I don't know. It looks like you're inside some sort of monster, but also everything's on fire. Um, it's like that kind of game and it's spectacular. I beat it this week. Colby recommended it to me and actually got it for me for Christmas. And I loved it. Um, but just like dark, weird, strange game um, that I, I just enjoyed. They made both of those games. So <laughs> Sundered came out, Dark, Gory, Eldritch Terror, Metroidvania, Spiritfarer, this kind of life sim where you help ferry people <laughs> to their, you know, the you know the other side. They made both those games. I don't understand at all how, but whatever. That's uh, that's comparing and contrasting what one dev does with their time. I think the only thing they share is they're both just shockingly gorgeous. Um, yeah, all hand animated. Hand-drawn. Ah man, beautiful games. Um, I also finished up the medium this week, which um, I'm extremely torn on. It uh, had a great story. Like the story was great. The ending was spectacular. I loved the ending of it. Um, the gameplay was good if you like walking Sims, but it is the least horror horror game I've ever played. There was literally nothing scary about it. There are things that are atmospherically scary, I guess. Um, but it's not a horror game. It, it will not scare you. I, I, I was more scared in the first hour of watching Adam play Resident Evil 7 than I was in the 10 hours I played the medium. So, um... It, it's it's good. Like, it's not great. It's good. I feel like I was oversold on what it was, but it's on Game Pass. So for absolutely free, you can go play a 10-hour, like, atmospherically scary horror game that has, like, some pretty good writing um, and, like, a really cool setting. Like, I think it's cool. It's set in Poland. Um and I think that that is interesting because it's not American. I think it, it adds a little bit of an alien feel to it. I guess unless you're from Poland, in which case you'll go like, oh, this is like home. Um, but but enjoyable, but just not what I thought it was going to be. So like, I don't know. I have a hard time recommending it, but it's free. Like if, if, if this was a game where everyone was like, I have to pay $40 to play this. I'm like, no, don't pay $40 for it. But if you got Game Pass, give it a go. Um, I also played uh, Maneater, which is that shark game. Um, I think the, the worst part here, Nicole, is you said in Roomba First Blood, <laughs> like speaking of one-trick ponies, but that was in the last time we talked about Maneater. Yep. Maneater is also a one-trick pony, and that one-trick pony is you're a shark who, if you time it right, can jump over the bow of a ship, grab a person off of it, and then land in the water and eat them. It's not a bad trick. It's not the best trick, maybe, but it's not a bad trick. Um, probably the worst part about that game is that it, you, you you realize about a quarter way into that game that eating things gives you life. So as long as you continue to eat things, you can get beat up and shot at and stabbed as much as you want. As long as you continue to eat the things that are stabbing you or beating you or shooting at you. So I can go like when I first started that game, I, you know, they, they sent out shark hunters to try and kill you if you eat too many people. Um, and, I would just get wasted by the shark hunters because I didn't understand how the game works. And now that I understand how the game works, I can just eat shark hunters for days at a time because all you have to do is eat one off a bow of a ship every once in a while while the other one shoots you and then eat another one and eat another one and eat another one. And all of a sudden there's a bunch of empty ships around and my you know, tummy is full of shark hunters. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's a little repetitive, but it's only like 10 hours long. It probably would have been better if it had been 
like six hours long because there's not that much to it. And I can't imagine like being a completionist in this game because there's a lot of like find all the license plates um, and they're in stupid places and you have to go back to the start to get all of them because there's ones you can't reach um, at the first until you get like a more powered up shark. But I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a fun one trick pony. Uh, also playing Cardo. Um, I don't think we should go into this because uh, really the moral of the story was is it's a fun puzzle game that I'm not smart enough to play. I asked Colby if he'd ever had to like, do you have to like look at a hint guide or anything? And he looked at me like I was stupid. So apparently I'm stupid. It's long and short. Yeah. But yeah. It's okay. It's a good game. It's free on Game Pass. I, I mean, it's fun. I really like it. It's adorably drawn. Great puzzle game. Give it a go. Uh, let's talk about Patreon for a second. Dylan looks bored. I think it's because we've already done this once. <laughs> <laughs> At least we, we were caught up now, right? We were caught up, yeah. Everything <laughs> from here out is new. <clears throat> Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast to support this podcast. Give us a little money to help us use this software that apparently we're not very good at using because I forgot to hit record. You hey, 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 what's this weird? <clears throat> okay, fine. Well, next week you can run it. I can't, I can't record. I'll give you the login. You can be in charge of recording from now on. Uh, anyway, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You can support us at the one, three, seven and $10 level. If you are a producer at that $10 level, we will read your name out every podcast and you do some fun things like you get the podcast early, so on and so forth. Uh, but for now, thank you to John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte and Joe Cole Jr. You guys are fantastic and we love you just like we love all of our patrons. Uh, Dylan, do you want to do this next bit? News. So, do you remember a minute ago when Colby said something about like, hey, what we're going to do is we're going to get a bunch of boomers who have never played a video game and we're going to make a video game. And this is what they're going to come up with. <clears throat> I think this story is actually fairly similar. We're going to have a politician in uh, Illinois who's going to look at an increase in carjackings in the city <laughs> of Chicago and say like carjackings are on the rise. Like, there's no other reason um, that, you know, like carjackings could be going up. Like, we're not in the middle of a global pandemic where people are, you know, have been employed for, you know, months and months and months. You know, it's not because people have lost their jobs because, you know, entire industries have shut down. It's it's not because, uh, you know, people are just weird because they've been at home for a year. It's probably none of that. It's probably because of games like uh what 2013 2011 hit grand theft auto 5 um, 2013. 2013 so um it's it probably has nothing to do with any of those other things or just rising crime or violence or you know whatever it's probably grand theft auto and god knows there is only one solution to fix this and i would like to um read you a little bit of what his solution is um before I before you do that, I can uh, only assume that he looked globally, or, or more like um, in the United States at carjacking and saw that it was going up everywhere, right? Um, <laughs> he wouldn't just be thinking that for some reason it was only going up in, like, Illinois? No. Um, okay. may, pro probably not. Anyway, currently in the state of Illinois, it is illegal to sell a violent video game uh, to anyone under the age of 18, which, okay, that's fine. Like, that's not, I, I would say that that is probably not l the law in most states, but I think it is kind of the... Uh, yeah, I know that happened at some point in some places where they're like, they want more 
um, enforcement on the age restrictions on yeah. games, right? And like you know, I don't I don't know if that necessarily needs to be a law, but um, at most big box stores, anyways, if you are under the age of teen, you can't. 18 you can't buy an m-rated game anyway like if you're under 18 they will not sell you an m-rated game at walmart so like you know law or not whatever it's fine um what they would like to do is just change that law um so that applies to everyone so no one will be able to buy violent video games but the best part of this law that will have absolutely no consequences is how they would like to uh how they would like to define violent video games. And I think after this, we're going to have a fun little discussion talking about which games would get banned under this law. Okay, you ready? So we're going to modify the current definition of violent video games to mean any video game that, quote, allows a user or player to control a character within a video game that is encouraged to perpetrate human-on-human violence in which the player kills or otherwise causes serious physical or psychological harm to another human or an animal. Hmm. So. Would that involve Pokemon? Do aliens count then? No, I don't believe so. Aliens, I think, are good. So Halo is fine. Halo is fine, but Super Mario is not. Monster Hunter is not. Super Mario jumps on the heads of turtles. It's true. Well, Those are animals. Well, they're Koopas, aren't they? Um, yeah. I mean, are they? They so, look like turtles see, that's a to gray me. Area. Do you think that um, Representative Marcus Evans Jr. is? <laughs> so here's my question. Um, he knows there's a First Amendment. You can't ban things outright, right? I don't think we're considering that, Colby, when we're talking about the rash of carjackings that is plaguing the city of Chicago. I'm, um, I want to know if he's looked at this horse that is just a puddle on the ground that's just been beaten so, so many, many, times. many times. Like, I this is not a like. Why are we on this road again? I think that 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 definition of of violent video games would probably ban. Like I said, I think it would get Pokemon. but eighty percent of video games probably. Why? Why are we focused on carjackings? <laughs> what? Yeah, I, 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 carjacking isn't violent unless you're removing someone, but that's assault. That's not carjacking. Car like the actual carjacking I mean, I think, as a crime is not a violent crime. Well, I think it is usually because carjacking usually implies that there's somebody already in the car, so you're okay. violently removing that person. I mean, car. if that's true, I don't yeah, know. That, yeah, car, car I don't know theft if, like, if I go car, take my neighbor's car, did I carjack him? Or did no, I that's just car theft. So car. carjacking is specifically okay. when there's already someone in the car. But I mean, like, I, sh- I wish I actually had looked at this, like, the statistics. But what of this if I because- ask him to get out nicely? Excuse me, sir. I'm taking your car. Can you get out? And they'll say, yeah, because they don't want me to punch them. It's not assault. I just took their car. What if I'm pretending to be a cop and I say (laughs) that I need it for extremely important cop things? I've seen that happen in movies and people seem pretty willing to relinquish their car. So I I just wish I could have. I wish I'd looked up like the the rise in carjackings. Like, I mean, is it like a. I mean, is it like 400 cars a day are getting jacked in. I don't know if that's right in Chicago or is it like, I don't know. I, 
city big cities are strange. When I lived in Detroit, we actually, there used to be billboards all over the place that said like torch a car, go to jail. Like there was enough problem with like <laughs> lighting, and you're like, well, yeah, <laughs> lighting cars on fire. They had a billboard campaign, but either way, study after study after study, like any study that isn't paid for by lunatics has shown that violent video games have absolutely no effect on actual real world violence and in fact they often are the opposite where people use video games to let off steam like you know violent gamer moments accepted um it's so dumb it's so dumb but what do you do right um let's talk about a violent video a game that I, well, I don't know like cole you've played stardew valley do you ever kill animals in that um, I don't think so. What about in the mines? Is there anything in the mines? Like, I know you can get Yeah, killed. there's, there's like slime, like there's, there's monsters. So they're monsters. So they're not animals. So you're probably okay. You can't kill like bunnies that transfer See, carrots out of your garden. What does that mean? Like, how is a monster so. an animal? Like, if I give something three eyes, like now it's not real. So I don't know. Colby's probably old enough to remember this. I don't know and if you'll be old enough to remember blood. this, Dylan. Yeah, like so when I worked uh, at Software Etc. in the like late 90s, one of the big things at that time was a like a mode in a lot of video games that made it so even though the thing that you shot looked like a human, they would bleed blue or green. Right. Um, so they were, those are aliens. So absolutely it's fine. I'm like, well, I mean you're still shooting a humanoid alien. Is that okay? <laughs> right. But, man, I ran it's into like, a lot of parents. Why is a crime against a, a humanoid off-world like, less, yeah, it's, less bad? I don't know. It's dumb. Like, I mean, I, I'm all for... Well, I should, I should say that I'm all for like parents responsibly allowing their kids to play games that are, you know, a violence level that they think is appropriate, but I let my kid play whatever he wants. So I can't say all for, but like, you know, you're an adult, you're a parent, set your kids, you know, allow your kids to play the games that they will not be affected by and everything is going to be fine. My kid is probably going to grow up messed up. It'll be fine. It probably won't just because of the violent video games though, to be honest. It's, it's not the game. It's a host of other things. He's got me as a dad, like kids screwed. Anyway, Stardew, a game that will probably still be legal post this law going into effect probably where it's a little on the fence but it now is a board game you want to talk about it dylan um i guess i really just saw it and was like oh that's cool it's um, super cute it looks it looks really pretty though and sometimes that's all it takes is like for a game to look really pretty it's uh um, it's 55 bucks it is which is an incredibly average price for a board game right i man i had the i <laughs> I don't want to say I had an extended argument with my wife about this, but we had words and she thought I was terrible and it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> it's actually developed by, so like the, the, the developer of Stardew, uh, like was playing a multiplayer game of this with a, like a friend of his. And he said like, man, this would be a pretty cool, we could probably make this into a cool board game. And so the game is actually developed by, uh, the guy who made the video game, which I think is kind of cool. Um, cool yeah. It is not a game where you pit yourselves against other players. It is entirely cooperative, um, which I think is cool. Like, I don't think there's enough co-op games. And it plays just like the game. You're growing crops. You're, you know, raising animals. You're building a bigger farm. You're making friends with the townspeople, um, so on and so forth. Um, the only thing that I think is kind of interesting about it is 
they actually kind of warn you on the page for it that this is not a super casual game. Um, like Stardew Valley is a very casual game, but they're like, if you are in, if you want a super casual board game, this is probably not the one for you. There are like a lot of rules. There are a lot of things to remember. There's uh, you know, it's they're long. It's a one to four player game and you add 45 minutes for every, uh, you know, person that plays. So like a four player version of this game will be like three, three and a half hours long. Um, and I think it's interesting that they kind of make a big deal about this isn't this isn't for casuals. So I don't know. It's fun. I, I apparently will not be buying it because it's just outlandishly overpriced. But uh, whatever, it looks good. What does that even mean? I don't know, man. I don't know. Gloomhaven it's, was a hundred dollars more than that. It was, and I do own Gloomhaven. I, I like. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of thinking about getting rid of my Gloomhaven because as much as I enjoy it, no one here that I play it with does. <laughs> so um, maybe I'll sell Gloomhaven and buy Sturdy Valley. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll downsize a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Days Gone is coming to PC, which is pretty cool. Um, this is, what, the second first-party exclusive that uh, was originally released on PlayStation is now coming to PC. I think that is an excellent trend. Uh, in an interview with GQ, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan said it was a straightforward decision to release more first-party PC games. Uh and a lot of it has to do with expense. He says, we find ourselves now in early 2021 with our development studios and the games they make in better shape than they've ever made before. Particularly from the latter half of the PS4 cycle, our studios made some wonderful, great games. There's an opportunity to expose those great, great games to a wider audience and recognize the economics of game development, which are not always straightforward. The cost of making games goes up with each cycle as the caliber of the IP has improved. Also, our ease of making it available to non-console owners has grown. So it's a fairly straightforward decision for us to make, which I think is... Really cool. Um, Days Gone is not a game I'm particularly interested in, but I think there are a lot of PS4 exclusives that I, I mean, like I own a PS4, so I could just play them there, but I'm not really thinking about buying a PS5. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, A, I want to play these games with an Xbox controller. Um, and I don't really have an interest in buying a PS5 long term, to be honest. Um, and so if I could play those same games on my PlayStation, if I could play the same games on my PC instead of having to buy a PlayStation, I think that would be pretty cool. Um, I want to talk more about this, but Vinny actually asked a question related to it. So why don't we table that for now? We'll talk more about that later. Um, I do think the thing to say is, though, is Days Gone will be uh, available this spring. So probably the next couple months I would guess that sounds like days gone you know like next spring is the next couple months so look out for that all right PlayStation VR 2 has officially been confirmed um and really what they confirmed is that it exists and that it's coming out not this year they didn't say it's coming out in 2021 or in 2022 just that it's not coming out this year so I guess that means next year um, it will uh, have a new controller, which will replace those like move ones, um, which have you guys seen the the, the uh, kind of stuff going around Twitter where the move one looks almost exactly like uh, the new vibrator that Goop released. They're very no. similar. It's very, <laughs> it's very strange. So I don't know. Gwyneth Paltrow got some ideas from something. Uh, it will have uh, the new controller will in also incorporate some of the new features found in their their uh, the new PS5 controllers with uh, uh, like some of the motion sensing and the haptics and that kind of stuff. Um, the thing that I think is most interesting about this, and tell me if you guys tell me what you guys think about this. So, the PS VR2, which is maybe not its name either, isn't coming out until 2022. 
and it's still going to require a single cord to plug into your PS4 or 5. Is that dumb? Because to me, yes. like in a world where the Quest exists right now and is only 300 bucks and it doesn't require a cord at all, it seems real dumb next year to have to plug something into your PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, like to me, <clears throat> the coolest thing about the, the quest is that I don't have to plug it into anything, but if I want to plug it in, I can do really cool stuff with it. Is that, I, I have a hard time imagining a world where unless people really, really, really want to play PlayStation exclusive content that they wouldn't just buy a quest right now. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'd consider buying a quest. They're so cheap. I mean, I mean, not that three hundred dollars is cheap, but considering what you would have had to buy, I mean, when you look back three years, four years, to buy VR was a five hundred dollar Oculus plus a twelve hundred dollar PC, um, and the Quest is three hundred bucks, and it's dope. My kid has one, and it's he has a Quest too, and it's cool. It's so cool. Um, great battery life. The games on it are incredible. Um, it, it works in relatively small spaces. You don't have to have like those weird tracker beacons all over your house. It just works and it's it's cheap-ish. I mean, like, like I said, I shouldn't say $300 is cheap, but it's the same price or cheaper than every single console in the market right now. So yeah. it's not too bad. Um, I just think this is a really, this is a very Sony move. Like it it, it feels like something Sony would, would, and maybe it'll work. Like it, it, it very well could, but I, I question having a corded experience in 2022. So, uh, Stadia, guys. <laughs> Again? <laughs> I think Man, we talked these, about them last week. Poor bastards. Um, I think there's actually two Stadia. Oh, did I? I didn't, you know, I put it in the troll corner originally, and then I decided <sighs> that maybe we shit on Stadia too much. But, like, so uh, the company that made. What was that cool game that that the Stadia Studio made and Journey to Savage Planet? Yeah, so Journey to Savage Planet got released on Xbox like last year, but it apparently just came to Stadia recently, which is weird. <laughs> um, but so they put it out, people were playing it, um, and then they they dissolved the studio that made it, and people were like, "Okay, well that's cool, but um, the Stadia release is kind of buggy. Are you guys going to fix that?" And they're like. Um, no. <laughs> People are not pleased. Apparently they figured out a way around it, but I'm guessing that was a one-time bug fix and that that game will not be continued to be supported in the future, which is just <laughs> long-term awesome. thinkers, those Google folk. Uh, anyway, that's not actually what we're talking about here. There's more bad news for Stadia. Um, so if you guys remember back in the early days of Stadia, long before the hardware existed, like they got people super hyped up and said, hey, do you guys want to play video games in 4K? And a bunch of people that aren't me said, yay, we do. And I said, I don't know, whatever. 4K is cool. 1080 is cool. Whatever. It's just you know, frame rate, whatever. Um, anyway, a lot of people were super hyped about being able to play four ga games at 4K. And then the games came out and they did actually run at 4k instead they were upscaled from other resolutions up to 4k and that's really not the same thing and so <laughs> stadia is being sued by a guy named that's probably actually a girl maybe jacqueline shepherd <laughs> uh claims that uh 
when they said that these things would be more powerful than both the Xbox One X and PlayStation 4, PlayStation Pro 4 combined, that maybe that was hyperbole. <laughs> and that when you'd be able to play in 4K and that you can't, um, maybe Google made false and misleading claims concerning the streaming quality of Stadia service in order to generate increased revenue for the Google Stadia division. Anyway, it's not great, and that's a class action lawsuit, people. So... Surprise. <laughs> so... When do we start the, um, like, what do they call that when you everybody choose a date and put some money on it uh, to see when they will go out of business? The death pool? Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, I mean, does Stadia, ex- it, I, I agree Stadia will not exist a year from now. Do we think it'll exist six months from now? I don't know. I'm surprised it's honestly still a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's such a bar. It could have been so cool, Dylan. It could have been so cool, and it's just. But they didn't. It's just not. I don't know. Literally, I, just, I think if I if I was Stadia, I would have done everything differently. Every, literally, I think everything. literally everything I would have done would be different. I don't understand why. What they to me like the the move for this would have been let's sell a hundred bajillion Google Chromecasts like that seems like the the move is is make a special version of the Chromecast dongle that is Stadia ready and it costs a hundred bucks and then everything else it just plays your Steam games I don't know um, I don't know. I just want Steam to spend some of their money. Like, instead of Valve spending all their time trying to figure out how they can move to New Zealand, um, maybe they could just put a bunch of money into figuring out how I could Steam stream all my Steam games from the cloud. Like, that's all I want. I just want to be able to play my Steam games from the cloud on my TV. I, I'm not asking much. But, yeah, Stadia, I'm sure we'll talk about them next week, too. It'll be great. Uh, yeah, the GeForce 3060 is the newest GeForce video card. It launches tomorrow. I'm going to try really hard to buy one because I really want a new video card, and you can't buy them, and it sucks. Um, we'll see. It's uh, as GeForce 330 line cards go. I don't know. What do you call that? The GeForce... 3000 line i don't know whatever uh it's relatively inexpensive it's 330 dollars um and it's interesting like so let's talk about this for a second i think it's interesting the card is going to if it detects that you're mining ethereum which is a uh like bitcoin it's a yeah it's a cryptocurrency it will reduce the essentially speed at which it can do it um by half and so i heard that and i'm like hey that's super cool they're trying to uh make it so that maybe these will actually be available to gamers instead of being available to just crypto miners who want to throw 40 of them into a pc and mine some bullshit pokemon money um and and that's why i said to hans and hans uh was like well yeah except you can still mine bitcoin with it and i'm like oh <laughs> And, he, and, you know, he also raised some good points, I think, about, uh, you know, I bought that card, shouldn't I get to kind of do what I want with it? I'm like, yes, but what I want to do with it is just to play damn video games with it, and I can't buy one. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think, like, is this a worthwhile thing to try, or is it just, a lot of people are saying it's just a PR move. Like, they're, they're saying, hey, yeah. we limit Ethereum mining, and that's it. What is Ethereum? I don't. I don't think it's. Ethereum sits somewhere between Dogecoin and, and Bitcoin. Bitcoin. 
It's it's the second. It's probably the second most expensive. It's probably the second most popular one. Yeah. Or yeah. More known, I guess. I assumed it was what they were trying to get in yeah. Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> That's unobtainium. It's slightly different. Oh, well, you know. Um, as much as I feel the frustration that like I can't get a video card or. Because I was also like, I was like thinking about building a computer that first time it got spiked. Yeah. Like, like that's frustrating. But at the same time, like if I buy a video card, like what's the difference between me mining Bitcoin and playing a video game? Like I can't, I can't myself honestly tell like that's, there's nothing different to me. Like what you do with your card, like if you want to play stardew valley or if you want to mine bitcoin like i guess like they're both things that you're doing i mean so. only one of those things is know. destroying it's the a, environment and it's not stardew valley yeah but it's like it's what you're doing with your computer i mean i can use that graphics card to make crappy videos on the internet i guess so i don't know like I wish they were available to whoever could get them and that just seems more of a supply problem to than, me it uh to me, because this is not a hardware thing, it is literally a software thing. So it's like the uh, the card talks to the drivers, talks to the firmware, whatever, and that's what sets it off. It seems to me like it would be so easy to just release two. So release, they're both $330. One you can mine Bitcoin with, one you can't. And we release, you know, if there's 100,000 of them, we release 50,000 of one, 50,000 of the other. If you want to buy this cheap card to mine Bitcoin with, cool, you buy the one that does. If you actually want to play video games using a video card designed to play video games, you buy the 50,000 that aren't. So I don't right. know. I mean, I think that's a great option if they find, like, can they make a graphics card that's better suited for Bitcoin that is not necessarily suited for video games because then you're going to run into the opposite problem and be like, well, we want to mine Bitcoin and now this card's not good. Like, and here's the I can't get my card now. So, and here's the like, funny thing is, is that's actually something Nvidia is doing right now. They are going to release Bitcoin only mining cards, um, and people are equally pissed about that because the Bitcoin community is like, well their argument is, is I want to buy a card that does both. And so sure, that's exactly what's going to, yeah. that's exactly what's going to happen next. So, and so by forcing us into buying these other ones, you'll be able to control pricing around the Bitcoin only versions more. I don't know. I, I think the thing is, is if I could, if I could come up with a single reason that cryptocurrency should exist, like just one, um, that wasn't like hiring hitmen off the dark web, um, I would say like, sure, there's a value here and whatever, but it really just appears to be a bullshit way to use your computer to make money. Um, and eventually it's going to like destroy some economic system somewhere or use so much power that like some city is going to go out. I don't know. I just, I can't, there's no reason in my head that I can justify Bitcoin existing, let alone me not be able to get a video card so it can. I don't know. I it sounds like they just need to make more video cards. Yeah. Well, and, and so here's the other interesting part. Like, there, there was a very dumb article that I saw today. Maybe it was a Game Informer. It was like, President Biden is going to write an executive order today to do a 100-day investigation and why there aren't more 
transistors, I want to say, available for <laughs> making Xbox One Xs and PlayStation 5s. And I was like, wow, thank God of all the things he's worried about, it's getting some extra transistors so we can have consoles. And apparently it is... That is one of the problems with our supply chain right now. But the the lack of uh, transistors may not be the right thing. I'm actually I should scroll up into Discord and figure out where I'm talking out of exactly. Uh, let's see. It was semiconductors. Was it processors? No. <clears throat> semiconductors, which maybe are the same things as transistors. I don't know. I don't, I'm not an electronics person. But apparently, there there's such a shortage of semiconductors in the United States right now that it's affecting uh, both things like making Xboxes and Playstations, but also things like cars um, and video cards and so on and so forth. So it's there is a, a legit shortage of all of these things. And I don't know, I guess President Biden's going to figure out why. I wish him the best. Anyway, <clears throat> Dylan, help me out here. <laughs> I don't know, this is really funny to me. Yeah, um, it's not good funny, Dylan. It's really uh, not. <laughs> Where's my $2,000? That's what I I'm just, saying. I, I just want like Biden on the phone with, I don't know, some company that makes them like listen here jack <laughs> hey radio shack where are all these where are all these semiconductors he's these transistors a, i just picture him on a zoom call like <laughs> he's on a zoom call with someone mr president your your you're, video's you're muted off. you're, you're muted, muted. I, I am not a can... cat i am alive <laughs> I, no i'm the president <laughs> actually what i pictured is he's on a zoom call with uh that company over in China that builds all those things and the guy sitting there on the other side and every once in a while someone just falls past his window as they <laughs> jump it's, off the it's building. It's like the, uh, the Monty Python skit. Exactly like the Monty Python skit. That's exactly what I'm saying. Anyway. Foxconn. Foxconn. Thank you. For. Thank you. Dylan, lead me into Vinny. Hey, yo, Vinny. It's time for questions. Questions. So, uh, like I foreshadowed earlier Vinny asks we just saw the announcement that days gone a ps4 exclusive is making its way to the pc this spring we've now seen it happen with xbox going full day one with their exclusive playstation has now ported horizon zero dawn to pc along with days gone is there a future where we see playstation having the same strategies xbox and releasing all of their first party games day and date on the pc and if so when do you think it will be no next question Really, you don't think that you don't think that's that's a a valid have strategy? Have they proven for them? that they have? Have they proven that that's a possibility at all in the last couple of years? Well, the only reason is is like he was literally quoted as saying they they they've they've seen the light that they've the in the cost of video games requires them to open them up to a market larger than their own systems. But um, they have VR too. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the first 4D virtual reality. <laughs> I I do not think it will ever be day and date. Um, <clears throat> there will always be some quirk. You can stream it to your PC so, for twenty five dollars a month on top of the price of the game. So let's let's think about this. I, like the reason, the biggest problem with with doing exclusive games on the PC is for some reason there are a bunch of stupid people that get super mad every time like Days Gone gets announced for PC and PlayStation fanboys are are mad because it's no longer an exclusive and I'm like first of all that's dumb second of all why do you like exclusives I want somebody Somebody somewhere to explain to me why exclusives are good. Because I, besides 
being the thing you can use to justify your $500 piece of console that sits in your living room, there is no reason that, that why would you want exclusives? Why would you want games that you cannot play? I have one answer to that. Please, and thank it is, God. It's only, there, I, the only argument that I would make comes with like an asterisk because <laughs> it, it's, it's kind of a hypothetical. Sure, it's like sure. in a world with no crossplay, like if let's say crossplay is not an option, sure. I only want exclusives. Because I don't want to have to choose between what Fair. friend to play this with. Fair. Like, it make, then we're all going to get all three systems and we can always play any game with each other because there's not an option that can split the player base. Fair. But that's the only that's that's the only. And we don't live in that world, really. So, and, yeah. Well, yeah, we just live in this stupid spot in between where we <laughs> can make the games, <laughs> but we just we're don't not have gonna. It. Yeah. And it's worse. Yeah. So, and I then agree. there's exclusives. Yeah. And I don't. I just don't understand at all why you would want to say I don't want people in the Xbox to be able to play God of War even though what that means is is that the people who made God of War would get more money to make another God of War. <laughs> like Yeah, I don't it doesn't It's so sense. dumb to me, but it but like I can at least sort of justify I, I can't, but I can at least see inside someone's head who would say I don't want this going to the Xbox, but the PC is apples and kumquats away from, yeah. you know, like I, that literally is just, I don't want other people to have nice things and I don't right. get it. It's so ridiculous Absolutely. to me. I could, I could see if a, like a developer was just like, no, we're only just going to make this for PlayStation because we don't want to, we don't want to worry about anything else. Absolutely. We're going to make this, we're going to put it out and we're going to make our next game. Yep. That's what we're going to focus on. Ta-da. Like, I'm totally on board. If that's just your strategy, that's fine. Yeah, no, that I agree but with that. For, that absolutely for someone makes sense to be to like, no. Yeah, I just that's my red ball. It's so dumb. You can have blue ball, but red ball's mine. I would not be shocked at all, though, if what you see is that I don't think they'll happen day and date just because of. I think Sony fanboys are just loud, um, but I, I would not be shocked at all if you start seeing games come out that are you know it comes out january 1st on the playstation and then it comes out july 1st on the pc like they'll have six months of ex exclusivity and and call it but I, I don't think day and date do you have any thoughts call no like i don't care <laughs> you've got a mac like, I, mean, <laughs> I, I just like i i don't get why people get up in arms about you know, games coming to PC and then not being technically an exclusive. Um, it's dumb. Also, I, I just like, do I think it will happen if the money's there? Yes. Yeah. Um, if, if Sony finds out like, Oh, Hey, we made an extra, you know, $75 million on top of this. You bet your ass. They're going to be like, sorry, piss babies. We don't give a shit what you say. To me, like, bam. To me, it's such a weird thing to look at the Xbox side of things and and look at all these games that I can play on my my Xbox, my uh, my computer, <laughs> and on my cell phone. And look at the PlayStation side of things, and them going like, "Well, I don't know if we want to put these on PC or not." Like our our fans are real mad about it. <laughs> like, yeah, come on, it's just dumb. I, I think we're gonna look back five years from now when everything is playable, no matter where, and just go like, "I don't know." Well, I mean, I guess that's the question. 
So the, I don't know if the PlayStation 5 has a browser, but it, if it does have a browser, at some point in time, am I going to be able to stream my Xbox games to the browser on my PlayStation right. 5? No, because they're going to block it. Probably. Well, the funny With thing the is... no is, Xbox browser. Yeah, PlayStation will probably be the one that blocks it, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, so dumb. Anyway, Elsarath52 wants to know, who is the best Robin? And then she said, one, two, three, or four. And I don't have any idea who... who so I guess one would be... <laughs> Like 60s Robin, I guess. And two. Are we sure we're even talking about Batman? I did confirm that we are talking about Batman. Like, I think the bird is actually the best wait, one. Wait, you confirmed this, but didn't confirm what? One, two, three, four, and five? Nah, was? there's no five. I thought it'd be more fun if I didn't. So I assume oh, one, okay. <laughs> one is uh, like old Batman, right? Like. Yeah, 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 60s. Yeah. Two is. Who was the. Did, did like. Chris O'Donnell? Probably. Who is he Batman with? Those are like the Batman Forever movies, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess. Um the Christopher Nolan Batman did not have a Robin, did he? Yeah, it did, technically. Who was it? They I think Joseph they, Gordon Levitt. They oh, yeah, teased yeah, 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 it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And who who would be for? Do you have any idea? I don't know. I mean, like, that's a problem. Like, there's a bunch of things that it could be, Cliff. There's video yeah. games. There's animated series. Like, I need more than choose one, two, four, three, Cole. Or four. It's fine. Just choose four. Who's your four? I'm gonna go with Chris O'Donnell. Okay, or Chris. Yeah, holy rusted metal Batman. <laughs> See, what? and that's what I was gonna say. I originally was gonna choose '60s Batman because he's just ridiculous. Um, but that is the best line. Like that movie was terrible, but holy rusted metal Batman is is a terrific robin line and he's like no 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 it's it's like rusty it's got holes in it what what are you talking about that's a good line so i'm going to choose whichever batman said that how about you call i just told you <laughs> is he your choice okay so he is your choice yes. okay okay good 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 so colby and i are both uh on on that what about you dylan do you have a, a favorite robin um i'd probably have to go with the 1966 He's is that Dick Grayson? Uh, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Good, good, good. Um I just think the idea of having a ward is incredibly weird. I, I don't know if I like that idea at all. So Joseph Gordon Levitt was pretty good, though. I liked him too. Was was the sixties one? Wasn't that Burt Ward? Is it Burt yes. Ward? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Dick Grayson is the name of Robin. Oh, yeah, you're right, huh? <laughs> Whatever. Yes. It's all good. Either way, I I think Robin is the worst superhero. <laughs> I don't like Robin at all. All right. Well, uh, a sidekick. Yeah. He's sidekick. Whatever. He's dumb. Uh, our deacon wants to know, so who do you feel has a better approach? Nintendo that doesn't strive for the highest performing uh, system but works to develop a console that potentially has a wider appeal by... Uh, he says less console churn and lower prices, um, which I guess is like the cost of the system is less. Or Xbox PlayStation that is always trying to push the bar on performance with a higher priced system. I mean, I guess we look at it from a straight sales standpoint. Nintendo's doing just fine. Um, yeah. I. It's a tough one because I have a Switch and I barely play it. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you have you have a couple switches, Dylan. Do you still play your switch quite a bit or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I if it was up to me personally, I'd probably go the Nintendo route. If 
I, I will say that if Nintendo, so I, I guess two things. One thing I am shocked lately how much how many video games I'm playing on my phone. Like I am, I've played probably twenty hours of like streamed to my phone video games in the last month. Mm-hmm. Um, I have spent a lot of time watching TV and playing video games at the same time, which is maybe the weirdest way to do either of those things, but it, it works fine. Um, if Nintendo had a Game Pass style subscription service, I think I would play 10 times as much Switch as I did. Right. Um, there was like Apple Arcade on. Yeah. But on Switch. Nintendo insisting that like their first party games are $60 from the time they release until the time that system goes dead is extremely <laughs> Until the time they re-release them on the next at one. At $60, $60, right? Yeah. I There are so many Switch games that I'm like, I'd like to try that game, but not for $60 four years after release. It's That is extremely frustrating to me. So, like, to me, like, the cost of the console is rapidly made up for by the cost of the software on it. And I think that's kind of kind of lame. So, I don't know. That being said, like I don't really give a anything about performance either. Like 4K 60 means nothing yeah. to me. So, well, I'm just thinking to me, I don't think there's there's very few games if any that are put out on like the Xbox or the PlayStation I'm like you know that really like that justifies everything like it just doesn't like anything that's on the switch is to me pretty much equal like yeah immortals looks a little bit better if you played it on xbox yeah but the, it, it's like the you get the same game out of the switch like so i don't know if there is a single game that i would name to be like no that doesn't like i mean i, I do see like the grand theft autos and the red deads and like there i think there is certain games that are pretty substantial so that's pretty cool but i mean can that can something like that not exist on the switch yeah. i don't i don't know to me um, the decision to play on a xbox or a switch almost always comes down to um how long i want to hold a switch for like i don't find them particularly comfortable um yeah and some games i just want to play with an actual controller right but but now imagine a world with because i think that the Switch can make some improvements or Nintendo in ergonomics. Agreed. I don't know if the people they're surveying just have smaller hands or something. Like, I don't know. Like, but for some reason, like, I don't think they've ever, like, the hundred people that they test their controllers yeah. on are like, we love these. And if they just would have surveyed these other hundred, they would have said, nah. So I'm, I don't know. I'm going to point but... at almost every Nintendo controller ever made and go like, is I don't wacky. know if they're going to do better ergonomics. <laughs> right? So, well, okay, the Pro Controller. But they could. Yeah, no. the Pro Controller no. is like, good. That is, that is literally did. a perfect controller. Like, when I play that and then switch right to the Xbox, I'm like, I honestly don't know which one I like better. Like, it's, I think it's a pretty yeah. much a toss-up for me. Um, they stole a very so good like, controller. If they if they if they made some adjustments to the ergonomics, like I think that sells it because the portability functionality, like that stuff, I think means more to me yeah. than performance and, in a lot of cases. Because there's and, only a couple games that are like GTA or Red Dead, where it's like, well, I guess I need to go over here to play this. Otherwise, like ninety five percent of the games that I want to play 
are fine over yeah. here and I can take it anywhere. It's easier. I don't need I don't need 200 gigabyte games. Yeah. Um <laughs> 8 gigabyte games are fine. Yeah. I uh I think that maybe the perfect I used to think that maybe <clears throat> the perfect like ergonomic solution was like the switch with the Hori controllers that like make it look like an Xbox split in the middle. But I think that's actually a little wide. Um, and I've been kind of surprised at how little I care about the difference in screen size between playing on my phone and playing on uh, a switch. And so I almost kind of wonder if like the perfect thing would be like a, a controller that like the screen sat up from a little bit. So I have a more like, uh, like controller like experience, but that maybe is a little more stable than the weird clippy thing that I have for my current Xbox controller. Like it seems like the the perfect match would be somewhere in the middle of those. I don't think I want, I don't think I want the controls on the side of the screen. I think I want them underneath it somehow. I mean, like I can't. I'm not exactly sure what that is, but like some cross between, uh, like the my phone attached to my controller with a weird clip thing and like a piece of hardware that just is that I think might be a, and like maybe with a little bit smaller screen, like I don't necessarily need the huge screen for, for my, my system. And I mean, I think to me too, like, like I'm not playing man eater remote play because it, it's a game that looks better on a TV, but I think there's a lot of games that there's just no difference. So yeah, I, I don't know. I I think there's room for both. That's what I'm saying. And I think that, like I said, five years from now, the the ecosystems are going to be so muddled that you this question will be dumb at that point. So, I don't know. Uh, shall we talk cheap and free games? Yay! Uh, coming to Epic Games today, presumably, depending on what day you listen to this podcast, is Sunless Sea. Um, I love this tagline, lose your mind, eat your crew, die. I, I hope that there are other outcomes of this game <laughs> besides that. Nope. Uh, it looks really fun, actually. This is a game I've actually wanted to play for quite a while. Take the helm of your steamship and set sail for the unknown. Sunless Sea is a game of discovery, loneliness, and frequent death set in a award-winning Victorian Gothic universe of fallen London. Um, the game's supposed to be really good. It looks really interesting. I hear the story is terrific. Uh, coming to games with gold this month, uh, Warface Breakout is coming March 1st to the 31st. Vala, Vicious Attack Llama Apocalypse which sounds pretty damn fantastic is going to be out uh, March 16th through April 15th right I'm very excited about that Metal Slug 3 is coming uh, March 1st through the 15th and Port, Port Royale 3 is coming out March 16th through the 31st that's uh, like none of those are like blockbusters but that's some pretty pretty good stuff um, do you guys want to see if the PlayStation games have been announced? Because I heard a rumor about one of them that I would like to see if it's true, if that has come out yet. Uh, PlayStation at home. Um, do you guys remember last year when PlayStation was just like, I don't know, you guys want a copy of uh, Uncharted 4? Here's a copy of Uncharted 4. They're doing that same thing now, uh, except it's going to be Ratchet & Clank. So March 1st through the 31st, you can grab a free copy of Ratchet & Clank and uh, get it uh, and get to keep it. Um what are the PlayStation games called that are PlayStation free? Plus games? Plus? That's <laughs> I'm like PlayStation, PlayStation games with free gold? games. <laughs> um, I don't think it's updated. Ah, that's a bummer. I wish I, the funny thing is I cannot remember what the game was that was coming either. It was something really cool. Because um, I'm seeing 
still seeing control and destruction all stars and concrete genie. Yeah, it's it was something that was Last rumored. Um, Apparently, the reveal has been delayed and is now likely to take place during this week's State of Play event. Oh yeah, there's a PlayStation State of Play this week. I wish I could remember what it was. It looked it was a was it Disco Elysium? Maybe it might have been Disco Elysium. That's is that even out on? Console? It's coming out to console and it is a PlayStation exclusive. So it, it Ooh, exclusive. Well, and and timed exclusive. Um, so. Yeah. But it's PlayStation. Take that as you will. Yeah, Disco Elysium is rumored. Um, Disco Elysium is one of my favorite games of all time, so if it is that, I would highly recommend playing it, but we'll see. Um, Game Pass, If uh, we talked about these last week, but we'll remind you because they are coming out uh, like today, yesterday, tomorrow, those kind of things. Killer Queen Black is available, cloud and console on the 23rd, so that's already out. Uh, Dirt 5 is coming to cloud, console, and PC tomorrow. Uh, Elite Dangerous is coming to console tomorrow. Super Hot Mind Control Delete is coming to PC tomorrow. And uh, Madden 2021 will be available in uh, EA, for EA Play and Game Pass Ultimate on March 2nd. So if you want to play some football, you'll be able to do that in like a week or so. Football? Yeah. Uh, Twitch Prime is uh, getting Strata through March 5th. Uh, the Adventures of Chris. I don't know who Chris is, but hopefully his adventures are good. Uh, through March 12th, and the Academy first riddle through March 19th. So overall, some some good stuff. I'm really I'm excited to try Elite Dangerous. I want to give that a go. So we will see. Um, yeah, Elite Dangerous is also getting um, a bunch a of free new expansion stuff, yeah. soon that you can actually get out of the ship. Really? So it's got kind of that yes. uh, uh, No Man's Sky feel to it. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Troll Corner, uh, just when you thought Hogwarts Legacy couldn't get worse. So there are a lot of people that are already a little bit pissed about Hogwarts Legacy because J.K. Rowling is a turf and screw her. Um, but on top of that, last week on Twitter, uh, someone revealed that Troy Levitt, who is the lead designer on the game, has a not recent history, but a pretty, pretty good history of uh, being pro Gamergate and uh, like anti feminist on YouTube, <laughs> um, which is not a terrific thing to add to your video game when you already are trying really hard to distance yourself from the fact that the creator of your video game is also kind of crappy. So I don't know. I mean, <laughs> just like funny. It's, it's, it is like, and it's, I think the worst part about it is. People were like, I can't believe that, you know, that they'd hire him even. And apparently when WB hired him, he's like, he was very upfront about these views. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. And now they're like, oh, shoot. Uh, mm, crap. Never thought. Oh, bad. Uh, we do not support this. It just, uh, I don't know. Like that game, I'm, I'm, when it came out, I was so hyped because I'm a huge, huge Harry Potter fan. And then. Like, every day that goes by, I'm just, like, a little more, like, if J.K. Rowling could just stop digging, like, that'd be cool. Um, Dig up, stupid. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, I, I'll buy that game used. It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. You guys have any other thoughts before we uh, close out this week? Nope. Oh, these podcasts sure are short when you redo your first 20 minutes twice. <laughs> uh, we're Bite Me Podcast. You can find us at bitemepodcast.com. You can find us on the social medias 
at facebook.com, twitter.com, and instagram.com slash bite me podcast. I'm on Clubhouse now. Um, <laughs> I have one invite. You guys can fight over which one of you wants it. Um, I don't. <laughs> I feel bad because I was like, Clubhouse sounds cool. I should go check that out. Um, and Adam gave me an invite to it. And I've been so busy, I have not even logged in yet. So, meh, whatever. <laughs> um, we're not on Clubhouse. <laughs> Absolutely not on Clubhouse. Um, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You can join our delightful discord and talk to us about your feelings on crypto mining. We talked about that a bunch today. Please don't. Yeah, please don't. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can only come and talk to us about crypto if you're anti-crypto. That's the rule. Um, we'll, we'll create a channel and you can scream into the void. (laughs) It'll be perfect. Uh, okay. So. We got one other thing. Anyways, come to, come come there, bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, you can join our Extra Life team at bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life. Last minute question. Uh, it, well, by last minute, I mean he sent it in like 45 minutes ago. My kid wants to know, if it's not too late, why are two by fours not called one by twos? And what do you call actual two by fours? I don't even know what this means. So an actual two by four is not two inches by four inches. It's like... It's not as Most small as he calls. Two by four is correct. Yeah, it's it's actually like some yeah like one and three quarters true. by two and three quarters or yes, something. But you can get true lumber. It's too. way bigger than two and three quarters. Yeah, it's it's no, it's it's one and a half by three and a half. Yeah, so you cut like a half inch because they're I don't I don't know why. So, um, do do you have any reason? Do you have any idea why they're smaller than they actually are advertised, Dylan? I I sure don't know. Um, the, I think that's just uh, regulation. Yeah. Like it has, it, depending on the type of wood, there is a minimum width that it needs to be to build things. Interesting. Um, so depending on whether it's pine or spruce or um, whatever material, um, but for certain, like uh, probably more hardwoods for doing um, things that where you're not just like building and framing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You can, in fact, get yeah true, true two by fours. Yeah. Um, I, I just looked up on the and internet. It used to be that. So and it, it's literally just because they start at two by four and then they like essentially squish them down or not squish but uh, plane them down to to their finished size. But that doesn't explain to me why you wouldn't just start at like two and a half by four and a half and actually get them down to two by four. Either way, I. I would guess they found the minimum structural need yeah, yeah, to yeah. engineer houses um, because that's, I mean, every piece of wood that is half an inch by half an inch smaller is less weight yeah. to, to move. Good, good I mean, less, yeah, you're getting less wood, but it's also going to cost you less because it's going to take less to manufacture all of those things. So I knew you were the right that, person to that ask, would Dylan. Be, that would be my guess. You are smart. So. Have you finished your bathroom remodel yet? Uh, yes. Nice. It was a, did it turn out well, great? Not mine, but yeah, well, yes. The bathroom remodel you're doing. very happy with it. Excellent. Yes. Um, that, and it looks fantastic. Nice. So. Dylan is a, a master craftsman. I've seen his work. He is very talented. Uh, and the shower drains, which is a great news. Excellent. My dishwasher doesn't drain. Can you come fix that next? Maybe. Excellent. <laughs> I told you what I I tried. It didn't fix it. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. I had to fix I, mine at one point. So. Whatever. Uh, two by fours. <laughs> They're great. That's all. Dylan. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me.